0: Welcome. Today we are in the middle of a series on Luke chapter 5, and I'm looking through some of the miracle stories in Luke chapter 5 and uh, highlighting different truths. You know, if you have been listening for a while, then you know that our normal form, uh, what we do is we memorize scripture. And so we go over one, usually a psalm, one scripture a day. We memorize that scripture. But today we're breaking the mold a little bit. Uh, We're going through an entire story. And what we're doing during that story is doing more of a a devotional teaching. So as I'm teaching this story, you have the opportunity to then go back on your own and read through it, uh, see some of the insights, and begin to see the text from the angle that I kind of taught in. And uh, hopefully, I'm praying that it will help you grow in your walk with the Lord. Uh, Again, this is new, and so I'm hoping that this is worth it for you, that this uh, blesses you. I think it will be. Uh, This comes out of Luke chapter 5. There's no memorizing today. We're just reading through the verse. Luke chapter 5, verses 12 through 16. So write that down. Make sure you go back to it. Verses 12 through 16 of Luke chapter 5. It says, In one of the villages, Jesus met a man with an advanced case of leprosy. So imagine uh, a man who uh, has uh, some grotesque skin disease. And it says it's an advanced form which means it's about as bad as it gets. And uh, you know, in Jewish law, back in uh, Jesus' day, someone with leprosy was not able to uh, be close to the normal population. They would be separated from the community because in Jewish law, they were ceremonially unclean. And so uh, what that means is basically because of their sickness, they had to be separated from the community and that separation uh, and that idea of of clean versus unclean came from the picture of God's holiness. Sin makes us unclean, which separates us from God. Thus, um, when people are proclaimed through their sickness ceremonially unclean, it becomes a picture of them being separated from God as a result uh, of their uncleanliness. Uh, And so it really is kind of just this big picture to the Jewish people as to their relationship with God and how bad sin is. And so this man was separated from the community because of his uncleanliness. And um, Jesus, it says, when he saw the man, or when the man saw Jesus, he bowed with his face to the ground, begging to be healed. Lord, he said, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Jesus reached out and touched him. I am willing, he said, be healed. And instantly the leprosy disappeared. When Jesus, uh, then Jesus instructed him not to tell anyone what happened. He said, go to the priest and let them examine you, take along uh, with you an offering uh, required in the law of Moses for those who have been healed of leprosy. This will be a public testimony that you have been cleansed despite Jesus's instructions uh, his instructions to, to not tell anybody about this, except for the priests. It says, Despite Jesus' instructions, the report of this power, of his power, spread even faster, and vast crowds came to him to, uh, to hear him preach and to be healed of their diseases. But Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. Okay, so there's a lot I just read. I probably should have stopped at some of these checkpoints, but let me let me take a step back. It says that this man, he came and he bowed before Jesus. He says, if you are willing, you can heal me and make me clean. Now, when he looks at Jesus, he knows that Jesus has the power to make him clean. He has the faith to believe that Jesus has the power to make him clean, but his question is, God, are you willing? Jesus, are you willing to make me clean? Am I, am I worth it to you? Do you... Uh, do you want this for me? Is this part of your plan? And so he asked Jesus that question, and Jesus responds, "I am willing." And I, I think that's a question that we, uh, we wrestle with too. God, am I, am I worthy of, of your forgiveness and your grace? And and the reality is, Jesus says every day, "You have my grace. I am willing. I died for you to make you clean." Jesus is willing to clean you. Now it's interesting that Jesus reaches out and he touches this man because. Um, in Jewish law, if someone were to touch someone with leprosy, the person who was clean, the person without the disease, became ceremonially unclean because they touched that which was unclean. But what's interesting about this passage is Jesus says, "I am willing," and he says, "Be healed," which, which, in other words, he's he's cleansing him of this disease. So that which is clean in Jesus, when Uh, He touches that which is unclean, the unclean becomes clean, which is the exact opposite of what we see in the law. We see this power of Jesus that him touching what is unclean makes the unclean thing clean. Uh, And so that's what Jesus wants to do in all of our lives. He is willing. He wants to make us unclean. And it's not our sin that makes him unclean. It's his holiness that makes us clean when we come into contact. And so Jesus, uh, his his power and his holiness is so great that when he touches us, we become clean. And so you may be asking the question today, Jesus, are you willing? And Jesus says, absolutely, I'm willing. And when he touches your heart, you can be assured that when God comes in your life and you ask him, Jesus, would you come and make me clean? He does make you clean. Because he is so powerful that he, in his cleanliness, and his holiness, makes the unclean thing clean. Now it's interesting, he says, go to the priest and uh, offer, uh, give an offering. And so basically there was this prescription in the Old Testament, I, I believe it's in the book of Leviticus, that says that if you're healed of leprosy, which people in that day, there was this huge fear of leprosy. I mean, this guy should not even have have i mean jesus should not have even been around this guy with this there was such a fear of leprosy in that day they saw that was as the incurable disease no one had the ability to cure leprosy and so uh, people didn't think that it was possible but there was still a prescription in the old testament that said if you were healed of this disease um here's how you make an offering and basically the offering after you were healed of that disease the offering uh, would basically uh, atone for your sin and cover your uncleanliness, and then you could then be restored to community you could be brought back and instead of being an outcast, you can now be a part of the community and so that's what Jesus was telling this man to do. go to the priest, take this offering, give it to him uh now this would have shocked whatever priest uh saw you know this man because this man uh was Being healed or had been healed of a disease that no one else uh even thought was was possible of being healed from and in fact in the old testament we only see two people there were two people i think one's in the book of numbers and one i know his name is is naaman Uh, i think it's first kings um but i could be wrong uh but there were two people in the old testament that were healed of leprosy and that's it and so, yeah, this prescription was there, but it was kind of one of those old rules that was kind of collecting dust because no one ever used it. No one ever pulled out that part of the Bible and actually applied it. And, uh, and that's what happened. Uh, this man came. He, he went all the way down to Jerusalem, and uh, he offered himself uh, or gave an offering for uh, uh, just as the Bible had, had said, and uh, he was brought back into community. Now, Jesus, he goes to people who are unclean. He goes to those who are outcasted. And even just the the fact that the very beginning verse, the first verse in this says, Jesus met a man with advanced form of, of leprosy. Man, that is such a significant verse because Jesus had um, no reason to meet someone like that. Uh, he shouldn't even have been around someone like that. But the reason that he met this man was because he wanted to meet this man. And uh, you... In the same way, the picture is true for you. You are unclean by your sin. You are grotesque, and uh, when God looks at you in your flesh, without this is, you know, outside of Christ and His redemption and His His uh, death on the cross, you are uh, sick and you need healing, and you are unclean, separated from God. But when Jesus comes in and He touches your life by the death that he died on the cross, and by his resurrection, that which is unclean becomes clean. And so today, what I would love for you to do is just meditate on the fact that when God touches your life, you don't make him unclean. He makes you clean every single time. And that is the reality of Jesus. And you may think to yourself, I don't know if he's willing to do it, but guess what? He is. and He already did it. And that gift is waiting for you. That cleansing is waiting for you today. You can be free. You can feel that purity inside when the Lord comes and touches your heart. Uh, One of the things that that people say a lot when they're filled with the Holy Spirit and uh, when when people pray for them and they have an encounter with God, uh, one of the things that they say is they just feel clean inside. Um, That is so true, and that's available for you. Maybe you feel dirty, you feel gross, you feel unclean. Well, guess what? Jesus wants to come in and make you clean, and he is willing to do it today. Lord Jesus, I pray for our listeners today. Lord, would you touch them? You are willing. And God, even when the world might outcast them, even when the world might say that you're unclean, you're different, you're separated from me, I love Jesus, that he comes and he steps into our world. And he meets us. And then he touches us. And he's willing. He touches our soul and he makes our soul clean again. And he wipes our record clean. And there is no sin that we've done in the past and no sin we will ever commit in the future that can reverse that, Lord. We are always and forever clean because of the cleansing and the healing touch of Christ to our soul. I pray for each and every person listening that you would touch them, clean them. And God, as you do that, Lord, I pray that they would come to life and have the hope uh, that they need. So, Lord, we love you. We thank you for all that you do in Jesus' name. Amen.